Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 6, Chapter 65. It happened often that after he had finished Mass, many people came to him, and he would receive them all with great charity, thinking more of others than himself, even though that was a time when he preferred to devote himself to contemplation. He had a great desire for prayer and meditation, but for the benefit of others, he would put their needs above his own convenience and his longing for holiness. Hence, he used to say that for a soul that loves God, there can be nothing more pleasant or delightful than to leave Christ for the love of Christ. There was no toil he would not undertake for the sake of his disciples. He would think out every means that could benefit his sons and strive to put them into effect, omitting nothing that might be useful in their spiritual progress. If it should happen that any of his sons was suffering temptation, words cannot express the efforts he made and his care to win back that soul. He adapted himself to the character of each, so that like St. Paul, he made himself all things to all men most wonderfully. What would he hesitate to do in order to preserve for Christ those he had begotten in Christ? He kept watch for them, with counsel to the best of his ability, and labor even beyond his strength. He taught them to pray, warned them to shun the world, entreating them to give themselves totally to God. Even in those early days, he used to take his frugal meal alone so that he might unite them in a deeper love for each other. He was like the mother hen, which is drawn by nature to gather her chicks under her wings. He was like the eagle, of which we read in sacred scripture, as the eagle enticing her young to fly and hovering over them, he spread his wings. Deuteronomy 32.11. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, choicest of priests, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When Mother Teresa, Saint Teresa of Calcutta, was 
told one time that she was a great social worker. She wasn't very happy. And she said that we're not, the sisters, are, we're not social workers. We do what we do primarily for Jesus. And someone asked her, well, how do you do what you do for all the poor? How do you serve them so cheerfully? And she said, well, we go to mass every day and we spend three to four hours a day in prayer. And it's our holy hour, the hour we spend before the blessed sacrament and other time before the blessed sacrament from which we derive not only our strength, but the grace to serve. If you would take away our mass and the Holy Eucharist, all that we would do, she said, would collapse. And she had a great insight that she was to love Christ and the poor, just as the priest at mass loved Jesus in the Eucharist. And for her, there was no separation between the Eucharist and the poor. Christ gave us himself on the Eucharist so that we could ite misa est, go forth and bring him to others. And this is why it's so interesting tonight in the reading that when we hear about St. Philip's love for other people, his willingness to leave whatever he was doing for them, that it begins with the discussion of the Mass. That when Philip finished Mass, people came to him. Now, this is a fact. Glonio is telling us what actually would happen. But it also is indicating to us the secret source of Philip's fraternal charity, his love for others. It was the Mass. That as Christ gave himself totally to St. Philip every day in Mass, so he would then give himself to others. But notice what it says. That he would leave Christ for the love of Christ. And that he wanted to preserve for Christ those he had begotten in Christ. Even St. Philip's love for other people, his generosity, his desire to help them in their temptations, his desire to think out ways, means of getting them closer to God, it was all done for Christ. The love of Christ, the desire to honor him, is what was primary in St. Philip's life. He wanted to decrease. He wanted to not be at the center of things. He wanted to draw people not primarily to himself, but to Christ. And so let's ask the Lord tonight to let us learn the secret of St. Philip's love. Let's ask him for a greater love and understanding of the Mass. Let us try to bring all that we're doing for God to the Eucharist. For the same Christ that St. Philip received is the same one that we receive. The same strength and inspiration 
and love that Christ gave to St. Philip, he can give to us. If we but ask, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.